Good morning. This is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm Andrea Pineda Salgado. When 2020 came to an end, many of us had the same thought. It's finally over. After a year that bad, things could only get better, right? The COVID-19 vaccine was being administered to people across the country and around the world. We had a new president, and New Yorkers finally proved skeptics that the city was not dead. But with the good came turmoil on par with 2020. Almost exactly one year ago, we saw a group of protesters invade the U.S. Capitol building, claiming the election was stolen. We saw extreme weather, like Hurricane Ida that wreaked havoc on the city, taking the lives of some of our neighbors. And now, with the Omicron variant, we're seeing COVID-19 spreading across New York faster than ever. But even though 2021 seemed like another year destined to tear good things apart, there was a lot of good right here in our community. Our neighbors working together against impossible odds. And we've done our best to bring those stories to you. Today, the Epicenter team is sharing our favorite stories and projects from 2021. Before we begin, a quick message from our friends and sponsors at McKinsey & Company. Find out about the biggest ideas in business on McKinsey's Insights app, where you can listen to podcasts like our flagship show, The McKinsey Podcast. We're so not tuned in to the dynamic going on for the current employees. What matters to them most? Or watch our author talk series featuring law professor Dorothy A. Brown. 60% of Black college students don't graduate. And when I came across that statistic, I got so depressed and read lots of articles about, for example, The Next Normal, where you can learn about the coronavirus's latest impact on business. To hear, see, and read more, download McKinsey's Insights app now. Now, back to the show. To start, here's Epicenter's co-founder and creative director, Nitin Mukul. It's been really gratifying to build and see our archive of featured artists grow. I can't say I have a favorite, but rather the satisfaction to present a spectrum of artists that might not otherwise be so broad and diverse. This year, with the support of a space in Long Island City called The Local, we were able to curate our first in-real-life exhibition of artists selected from the archive, which is still on display through the end of January. We have plans for more shows down the road and a potential residency program. I got a message from one artist we featured to let us know their newsletter profile led to a sale of their work. Well, that was enough to put a smile on my face. My name is Janelle Zagala, and I am Epicenter's operations manager. My favorite story this year was on the real heart of the Epicenter, our vaccine volunteers. It was an honor to get to know them and their stories and what drove them to want to help others. I was taken aback by how many people volunteered hours out of their days to help strangers and their loved ones sign up for vaccine appointments, help with the necessary documentation and transportation arrangements to get to their appointments. I'm so proud of the impact Epicenter has had and continues to have on our community every single day. Hi, I'm Mitra Kalita. I'm the publisher and co-founder of Epicenter NYC. My favorite story from this past year was the outpouring of volunteers and really 
kind of neighborly spirit as Epicenter tried to help New York get vaccinated. As I reflect on this, we've helped more than 10,000 New Yorkers either by directly booking their shots or through live streams and how-tos, as well as connecting them to information on where and how to get vaccinated. But I think what I really appreciated about it was that it was such a great way to do journalism where you're centering the community, providing a needed service, but also looking at how government functions or doesn't function in many cases, um, really from the grassroots level. And so our reporting on vaccines, I would argue, was among the strongest in the country as a result because we were literally dealing with thousands of people trying to navigate a very complicated system of getting their vaccines. So I'm really proud of that. What I'm looking forward to this year is a continuation of last year in many ways. It's how do you now pivot from kind of the one story, one trick narrative, if you will, of vaccines being the answer to COVID and shifting to a much more complex, nuanced reaction of vaccines plus masks, N95, please, plus testing as the necessary ways to get to the other side of the pandemic. And I think Epicenter plays a really important role for a few reasons. One, we already have relationships with thousands of New Yorkers who trust us, who've turned to us for help, and will continue to turn to us. You know, every day my cell phone rings or we get emails in our main inbox asking for help navigating a booster or where can I get a test? I also think that the narrative around COVID is more complicated. Things are changing and our role is to help people figure this out. So that's really what I think the story in 2022 is in many ways a continuation of what I'm very proud of that we've already been doing. Hi, I'm Danielle Hyams, the editorial director at Epicenter. One of my favorite stories from the past year was that of Siddiqui Kande, who at age 14 lost his legs to polio. And in his home country of Guinea in West Africa, that's a sentence for a life of loneliness and isolation. Instead, he learned to dance on his hands, which allowed him to participate in a ceremony that welcomed uh, people in the community into adulthood, which ultimately helped him connect with his community and kind of be allowed back in. Now, Siddiqui lives with his wonderful wife, Deborah, in a fifth floor walk up in the East Village. He performs internationally and also works with adults and children with cerebral palsy and autism. His joy and his hope, they were just kind of infectious. I enjoyed speaking with him and Deborah so much, I didn't want to get off the phone. And for me, that's the best part of being a journalist, just getting to talk to a variety of different people who are all inspiring in different ways. I am excited for 2022 with Epicenter because I'm excited to see how we evolve. One of the cool things about Epicenter is that we kind of grow and locate ourselves to where there is need within the community. So when Mitra first told me about her idea for Epicenter, we had no idea we would serve the community by helping people get their vaccines and their booster shots and by providing in-home COVID tests and masks. And today, I think we've made, I mean, thousands and thousands of appointments and people are constantly reaching out to us for help 
whether it's with vaccines or because their child needs more English language instruction. Um, it's just so great to be able to be a resource for the community. I'm Kim Barrington Narasetti, an editor here at Epicenter. When you're an editor, you hear about and see some stories sometimes when they are just a germ of an idea. But when you see the actual story when it arrives and the faces of the people we're talking about in their own words, it's a transformative experience. I'm an immigrant myself. I came to America when I was five years old. I've now been in this country for 45 years and I think of myself as more American than Trinidadian and a New Yorker more than anything else. I have to admit in reading some of the stories featured in Epicenter, I felt like an outsider looking in since my parents have lived the American dream and provided for my sister and me and we've paid it forward providing for our children. The hope and aspirations that community reporter Andrea Pineda Salgado has brought to life in her stories takes me back to the path that my family also trod. The daily struggles of food insecurity, recovering from a fire where you lost everything, delivery workers fighting for basic rights to use the bathroom, taxi drivers striking on the steps of City Hall to get rid of the crushing debt from paying for medallions provided context that showed what my fellow citizens endure and somehow managed to persevere. Having said that, my favorite story was sifting through the ashes of your life after a fire. It chronicled an April fire that gutted two sister buildings in Jackson Heights, Queens and displaced 300 residents. Nearly six months later, when the story ran in September, most of them had not been able to go back to the building to recover any of their belongings and were living in hotels far from Queens. Every month, they had to request a hotel extension. They also had to go to court to access their belongings. In 2022, I like to see the outcome of the court cases, whether they have found permanent homes and how the system can do better by them. I'm Daniel LaPlaza, Epicenter's Community Manager. I have to say, I think one of my favorite Epicenter projects of this year has to be our mobile vaccine unit in Queens Village. The project combines all of the things I believe Epicenter should offer folks. That is, community-focused information and services that are easily accessible and supported by local leaders. Almost every Wednesday and Sunday since late September, we've parked a mobile vaccine unit outside SS Yawakim and Ann Church in Queens Village a zip code with a low vaccination rate and few options to change that. At our vaccine van, we've offered folks their first dose, second dose, boosters, shots for their teens, shots for their children, and even testing. It's all walk-in and open from early in the morning to late into the evening. The mobile unit offers folks in Queens Village and surrounding neighborhoods the opportunity to get vaccinated on their own time without having to schedule an appointment or go through any complicated online systems. I asked folks that stopped by, how did you find out about this vaccine van? I often hear that they either walked or drove by it on the street. Folks were picking up their kids from school, out on their work break, or taking a walk around the neighborhood. These conversations demonstrated to me that accessibility can be a game changer to getting under-vaccinated neighborhoods vaccinated. Parking the mobile unit in the path folks often take means they don't need to go out of their way or spend precious time and money to get the services they deserve. Since September, we've gotten about 2,000 people vaccinated. The van made getting vaccinated easy for them. And with a wicked problem like the pandemic, anything that is easy is a win for all of us. I want to also share that if you can't make it to Queens Village, we can also help schedule you an appointment. You can either call us at 917-818-2690 or you can email us at vaccine at epicenter-nyc.com. I hope you can stay safe, folks. And finally, you already know me. 
I'm Andrea Pineda Salgado, the host and also community reporter at Epicenter. One of the most memorable stories I worked on in 2021 was the 89th Street fire story. Hearing the tenants' stories really changed my own perspective on life and what I value. The tenants were the true definition of resilience. They lost everything in the middle of a pandemic. Yet, they still kept moving and looking at the bright side. I wish them the best and hope to bring light to more stories like this. In 2022, I'm looking forward to continue hearing our neighbors' stories and continue to tell them. While 2021 has come to an end, many of the stories we've shared haven't. So make sure to stay tuned at epicenternyc.com for more updates and resources. And this year, we're more committed than ever to helping our neighbors. So if you're confused about booster shots, regulations, or testing, drop us a line. If you want to learn more about your neighborhood, we've got you covered. And if you want to join us in our mission to uplift our community, we'd love to have you. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting us as we do our best to support our community. We couldn't do it without you. And if you're not already a member, sign up today by using the link in our show notes. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Karavika. You can find more of their music on their website, linked to in our podcast description.